people it's your girl Patricia mcclary easily back with another episode of bum 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 the people are blunt okay you already know housekeeping we are on all the things good people youtube apple music spotify amazon prime like subscribe share check us out do all of the good things to let us know that you are out there uh y'all know that i actually reply to comments so if you take your time i will take my time and we'll have a good time um people's ecosystem we have CBD, we have new merch, amazing-ish. I need you to go check that out. Um, and because we are still federally illegal, come on, come on, executive branch, let's get this popping. But if you're in Cali, if you're in New Mexico, you can check out our edibles, Tosi Treats. They are amazing. It's a uh, fast acting technology that unlock it, which links to a protein, our bodies know what to do with proteins, right? So you get to keep more of all the good shit and um, not have to wait an hour for it to kick in. Because we have all had those experiences where we've taken an edible and we forgot we took that edible. And then we took another edible. And then, oh shit, well, there's your day. So um, with, <laughs> without further ado, um, y'all see I have two amazing ladies with me. Uh, we're going to have a great conversation um, some amazing groundbreaking shit going on. So without further ado, let me allow them to introduce themselves. Uh, Christine, y'all already know her, but say hello to the people, boo. Hello to the people. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Frederica. Of course, of course, always, always. And then new to the people is Jackie Kahan. Jackie, please say hey. Hey, people. So glad to be here getting loud with everyone. <laughs> All right, so look, uh, I'm not going to waste any time because I want to get into it. There's a story here. Um, and before I allow Jackie to go into, um, you know, what she's doing, um, I feel like that can come out in us telling this story. So there's a story of, of grit, of getting it in the mud, you know what I mean, of literally clawing um your way through it in this regulated space um we know it is very challenging um being in marginalized groups basically if you're not a white man this shit is hard okay it is extra hard okay let's be real and then there's the story of patience and there's a story of intuition and believing um in yourself and what is possible and so that's the story that i want to tell today Okay, so to start that story, we're going to talk about, we're going to throw it to Christine to talk about, you know, literally starting from a closet and now we're here. Um, and what this amazing, amazing partnership that has um, been built between the people's ecosystem and 240 Logistics. So, Christine, you want to kick us off? Sure. So, as many of y'all know, I've been raising capital forever. And I have been, you know, sort of out here lone wolf with my team. And Frederica, you know that you've been part of this since the beginning. 
And on a fateful day in early August, late July, early August, I met the only person I've ever met in this industry that to me is the best fit for the ecosystem as a partner. Um, we started in New Mexico uh, with them wanting to produce some products out there in a manufacturing facility. I was able to bring Jackie to California <laughs> and have her meet with our team there. And it was really in California that we started looking at each other because, you know, I'm a Scorpio, Jackie's a Scorpio. <laughs> um, I should have known. Like, You're <laughs> known. <laughs> um, and we started to really just talk about doing something together, a joint venture, if you will. Um, and I think the thing that really drew me to Jackie and her team is that they were very smart, but also very humble. And a lot of times when I speak to other companies that want to partner and no shade to them, but they're kind of arrogant. Usually they're run by men. Um, <laughs> I know that did sound like shade, but oh, well, <laughs> I mean, this is the people who are blunt. This is the people who are blunt, right? So we're going, we're going to just say, talk, say it like it is. So Jackie, like me, and Jackie and her team, like her entire team is amazing. I feel like our entire team is amazing. So it just felt like a natural, um, a natural fit. And also we had had very similar stories of having been screwed in the industry. Like there's no way to put that. Like you're in Calamus, you've been screwed. Like you just have. And like I tell people, everybody is a villain in someone else's story. That doesn't mean that they're a villain, but they could be a villain in your story. So I met Jackie and we started to like reminisce, like, what have you been through? What have we been through? And it just felt like there was such a connection. And I was like, yes, I want to be in business with this woman and her entire team and the entire, you know, family. Um, Cause we're a family, they're a family. And when I visited them in Chicago recently, I could see like they were so similar to who we are. Um, and also I just love, what Jackie has been able to accomplish in a very short period of time, which we'll get into later around technology. And as you know, I'm a former database architect. Technology is my jam. And I was just like, oh my God, how do we do this? So that's kind of how it started. Um, Jackie, what are your thoughts? You know what, Christine, I would echo your comments. First of all, thank you, Frederica, for having me on. The people are blunt, and I am so blessed to be here. So thank you, and excited beyond. So um, I, I do second what Christine said, and that it was a fateful day. And when we sat and through the Google box, right, and, and I just listened to Christine's story, and I thought, wow, we're so similar. We're approaching this industry, this new industry, once in a lifetime for us, because last time a new industry came around was about 100 years ago, right? Um, speaking of alcohol and prohibition. But for me, it was like, wow, she understands that it's more to this plant. There is powerful, powerful medicine in this plant. And so how do we do things differently? How do we protect the really important supply chain that's going on here instead of the way that it's, you know, ma hooped and herky jerked and you know this guy loses and this guy loses and the people who are winning are the people who you know were put into into places that we we don't maybe necessarily like what they're doing and so christine and i said we can do something different we're going to do something that is really never been seen before between what christine thinks about and how she visualizes this industry and the way that we've approached it with data and insights it is a marriage made in data right? <laughs> Is, is it a marriage made in, in, in cannabis, right? It is, yeah. it is so powerful the way that we're thinking about this industry together. And what I said to Christine out of the gate is, my goodness, 
It is so hard and lonely to do this alone. It's hard and lonely. And there's a reason why the name company resonates with people, right? I want to be in your company. You're such good company. It's because those are like-minded people, people with the same values. Christine and I are aligned on our values. We are aligned on how we're approaching the industry. And we are going to make a difference. We are going to get loud. And as Jackie always said, we can do hard things. It's not going to be simple. It's going to be hard but we can do hard things. And I think when you have a partner that is aligned with you and that is walking that same path with you, it's even easier to do hard things when you're together. And I think a lot of times what we've seen in the industry, um, especially like the idea of, you know, world domination, one company owns everything. When, you know, when you look at like steel cars, um, you look at uh, alcohol, like in alcohol, there's four major distributors in the entirety of the US, right? I think that we can do something different. And I think that Jackie just hit the nail on the head when she said we can do hard things because it is going to be a hard thing. It's not easy. But I think that we have the right ingredients, the right people, the right the right stuff, if you will, um, to get that done. So let's talk about those ingredients, right? Because we have the people's ecosystem and we have 240L, right? So the people's ecosystem... I mean, it is what it is, people, right? Like, we are the people, right? And Christine and Charlene and Melanie and, you know, the rest of the team work every day to build this ecosystem um, of people who are like-minded, who are all trying to find their way and, like, elbow out space in this crazy regulated market, right? That is an infancy. And sometimes, you know, a day can feel like a year, but it really is, you know, it really is, we're really at the beginning of this, right? And then we have 240L. Jackie, I want you to um, tell the people what 240L is all about. Thank you. So 240 Logistics was an idea that was born out of this, this visual approach to the supply chain. What exists in every other industry, every other supply chain, whether it's your your Starbucks coffee that we take for granted that we get to go drink because it's there, it's on the shelf, it's ready for us when we're there, right? Sometimes you can mobile order it. All those things exist in every other industry, but the supply chain in cannabis is fragmented. It's disjointed. The retailers carry a lot of power, but yet they're not professionalizing it, right? They need support. They need to understand how to run a business, how to run a legitimate business, putting the right goods on the right shelf at the right time. How do we help them? So when we approached the cannabis industry, we said, you know what? Data and insights is going to be incredibly important. It is for every other industry. Just-in-time inventory exists in every other supply chain. It does not exist in cannabis. Vendor-managed inventory exists in every other supply chain. I could go on and on and on about the things that we're doing to support the supply chain and to protect that supply chain from seed to sale, to ensure that throughout that lifetime of where that good starts, it, it ends up on the right shelf at the right time for the people who need it to get their goods. That That's, it, it's so easy and simple. And everybody takes that supply chain for granted in every other industry, except for when it's broken, right? The auto industry was broken a handful of years ago during COVID. Oh my God, we can't get parts. We saw what that means. That already exists in cannabis. That is the problem we deal with every day. Customers, medical patients like Christine, who needs the right goods. Do you have them? Why are we calling? She should know 
She should count on, she should rest assured that where she's going to go will exist. It'll be on the right shelf. So that's what we set out. This, this is like game changing people. This is like fucking amazing. Um, because, and especially for small business owners, right? Who oftentimes are wearing multiple hats. You need as much as possible to be automated, right? Like you got to take the guessing out of this because you really need to make sure that you are turning over the best profit margins that you can, right? And so this is taking the guessing out of it. This is not assumptions. This is not, you know, um, guesstimates. This is literally like, what are people buying? What's the frequency? What do we have? This is not somebody having to be in the back and like manually counting all this shit every night or whatever the case may be. This is really streamlining, right? Like this is allowing you to put your time and your energy where it needs to be and to make sure that you keep your customers happy. You and know then what I mean? have this little complication in this federally illicit business, right? It's called 280E. So fun to talk about, right? So, and we're, we're in this time period when all of the retailers across the entire country stop buying cannabis goods. Why? Yes. In their mind, I'm going to have to pay all of these ridiculous taxes for goods that are sitting in my back. So I'm going to stop ordering October to the 12th. And we're watching it. All of the goods go like this. And then all of a sudden, boom, everybody stops shopping because they don't know how to manage inventory. Let us manage that inventory for you so that the right goods are on the right shelves. If you need two because you sell two per week, I'll bring you two every week, religiously and without fail. It yeah. exists in every other supply chain. Let us yeah. help you avoid complications of 280E, of stale goods sitting on your shelves, of making sure the people who want those goods, the people get yeah. the goods that they want when they need them. Hey, now. Okay. So I'm excited. So this amazing partnership, right, uh, at Benzinga was shared with friends and day ones and um and people who are also excited and get nerded out about data like as a former organizer like i would say like not even former once you're an organizer you are just like always an organizer once you're a strategist you're always a strategist um and as data geeks right as as techies um unveil let's let's broaden this out and tell the people what is this partnership going to be called and how do they stay in the know about the developments that are going on with this partnership? Well, you know, we were standing in the middle of a parking lot in San Francisco. We had just had a brunch and we had decided that we were going to do this joint venture. And I said, really off the cup, I said, why don't we just call it Eco 240? Part of why our not? name, part of your name. And it just kind of stuck. And we were like, yeah, that's a good name. And, um, and so, you know, people can go there and get more information about what we're doing as a joint venture. Um, but I did want to just quickly go back one second, if it's okay with you, Frederica. Absolutely. Because where Jackie is very focused on supply chain distribution, sales of the brands, right? We, of course, as manufacturers are focused on the brands, right? And so one of the things that is important when we first saw the software that was going to come out for the retailers, we also got to see the dashboards that were going to be available for the brands. 
And as a manufacturer who supports not only our own internal brands, but a lot of other brands, one of the hardest things for brand is to know when to order from your manufacturer. A lot of times, so much money is wasted because you ordered too little and it exploded and you didn't have any data around that. And so then you ordered double that, but you didn't realize that you're going into October because you're a new brand and it's going to go like this. And then you have product on the shelf that's going to be invalid in 12 months, right? And in this dashboard that Jackie and her team have created with this wonderful technology, we literally can see real time how our products are moving out of stores. We can literally see per region, per zip code, this is how much was sold yesterday. And if we predict, because they have predictive modeling because they're awesome, um, if we follow the trajectory of the last 30 days, we are gonna run out of, on the shelf in 45 days. And we should order from our manufacturer now to get on the manufacturing line so that we have the product in the distribution warehouse ready to ship the second it needs to be out there. And instead of paying $80,000 to do uh, to do 10,000 units or whatever that number is, um, right now I can wait 30 days. So I can hold on to my cash until I need it. And I can talk to my manufacturer and make sure that they've put me on the line at a scheduled time. And because I've done this before, I know it's gonna take three days from start to finish to manufacture it and then another three days for COAs. So you can really manage your cash as a brand in this very minuscule way that we've never been able to do. And so for, the, for, for us, this partnership was about both of those things. How do we support the retailers also, how do we support the brands so that the yeah. brands know when to spend their capital and also can make sure that they don't lose their shelf because they just yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Cool. That, right, Jackie? That's how I understand. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Christine, for saying that because of course I get focused on strengthening the retailer in the supply chain, but Christine's right. Taking it all the way back to the seed is also really important to us. So we did create brand dashboards that not only tell Christine and her brands how those are performing on the shelves, what that velocity is going to look like. We can bring in event data from around that particular dispensary that says, hey, in Eugene, there's going to be 400,000 people coming to a uh, fish concert, you know, up, up your park. Hello, alert, alert, you need the goods on the shelves. But it also tells those brands who partner with us, here's how your competition is performing on those shelves. Mm -hmm. Here's how the other people are doing it. Mm. And that's amazing, especially for small brands. Yes, I was just about this. That's what I'm thinking. Like all of this, first of all, hey, people, if y'all are like overwhelmed in your head, like your thoughts are going a mile a minute. Me too. Okay. And I'm even working with the shit, but I'm, I, I too am like, yo, what? This is crazy because uh, two things that I'm thinking. One, uh, if you started during the pandemic, which we know that so many states regulated during the pandemic, um, but stuff is different, right? Like the purchasing trends are totally different now than they were a year or two years ago, right? So you need to adjust for that. What you thought was your norm is no longer the norm. You need new data. The second piece is um, investors. Now we know that it is very difficult to get investors in this market. Um, one, because we're still dealing with the federal stuff that we're dealing with, uh, but also two, um, it, I mean, if you're from a marginalized community, like, I mean, even outside of cannabis, getting investors is very difficult, right? If you look at the data in terms of um, women, women don't see fundraising, women don't see fundraising and definitely not 
without proof of concept. So if you need money early on, like to start, forget it. You're definitely not getting it, boo. Okay. You're definitely not getting it. Christine talks about this all the time that they want to have like 50, 11 brunches and dinners and, you know, conversations with you and basically just wasting your damn time. Okay. So, um, and also don't do that shit. Okay. So, um, so what this allows though, especially with the predictive modeling, what this allows is for you when you're working on your ROI, when you're working on like you're working on your deck, when you're working on your data, um, it allows you to say like, no, this is what we're like, this is what we're lined up to make. You know what I'm saying? And this, again, it's not just an estimate. Like this is literally like what we have been doing. Um, and based on what we have been doing, future projections. Also, I like Jackie that you mentioned like events and things of that nature, because you can bring in the different nuances, right? Like, so you can contextualize this um, with time of year, with events and all of that. So, wow. Okay. This is. There's no Coke and Pepsi in, in cannabis, right? Yeah, and part cool. of it is because the right goods may be on the right shelf this week, but next week, you know what? The brand's like, oh, I didn't have the cash, right? The other thing that is so critical in this industry is cash. So our system tells everybody where their cash is, who needs to be collected at those at those dispensaries, because we need partners. We need brands to say, hey, dispensary, would you like my goods? If so, it's going to go on vendor managed inventory. Hey, but also you guys need to be good partners to us. So I'm going to I'm going to watch you sell this and I'm going to expect to collect cash from you because if you sell it, I should be paid myself. If yeah. you have underperforming goods, let's help you get the right goods on the right shelves. It's all about this AR inventory and cash game. Because if you don't have a strength and balance sheet, forget it. Forget a PL. Christine and I laugh about this. Don't even show us one. We don't want to see it. Not helpful. But your cash flow is helpful and your balance sheet is helpful. And so this is what brands never anywhere in the United States, anywhere, have had this real-time data ever. And this is such a powerful moment for brands, right? Especially as we're expanding, that's how they would be able to be like, hey, we're doing really well in California. Let's move on to New Mexico. And I think that that's the biggest thing that's kind of mm -hmm. awesome for us. This is a meow moment. Um, as I say, cat out of the bag. Um, between the two companies, we have seven manufacturing facilities in seven states. We have let's, Oregon, let's name California, off those states. Oregon, California, Nevada, Colorado, New Mexico. Did I miss one? I feel like oh, you may no, say Cali. No. Oh, Cali, and Illinois. We're coming for you, Illinois. <laughs> We're coming. Yeah. So right now, you know, seven different facilities will be able to produce the brands, and that's another thing that's very helpful for brands is that yeah. a lot of brands started out in one, and then they had to figure out for the next one. And brands that are going to be working with us, they will have access to all seven markets immediately. And that is a game changer as well. Like, look, hey, people, we dropping game changers today. So listen, that is a game changer as well, because every time a, a, a company, a brand wants to expand, wants to white label, wants to do whatever, because we don't have interstate commerce, you have to set up shop. Like, you have to figure out who's who. You have to develop those relationships. You have to go through the song and dance, Right. So essentially working with Eco 240, you start off in one state and it's like, yo, I want to go over here too. It's like, we got you. 
right? So you're all, so again, streamlining the process because it's like, look, we got manufacturing over there. You already know we got the software, like we're ready. And, and because we're in all these places, we're in seven, we're in these seven um, states, we all, we also already have our ear to the streets and we have data in terms of your competitors, what's going on, what's moving, what's not moving and where there may potentially be a lane for you. We can say like, hey, in this area, they don't have this product, right? That's right. We look, we look all the way down at the SKU level. So one of the things that we learned more more specifically, I learned is that there are no stock keeping units in cannabis. I'm laughing because this is, again, another issue that exists in cannabis that doesn't exist anywhere else. It was like the first thing they did when Home Depot set up. You got to have stock keeping units. So we went all the way down and said, it's nice to see major categories. What some of the other big kind of data aggregations are doing, they're telling you how pre-rolls, how edibles, yeah. how flour. But give me the skew. Tell me what the 74.5%, you know, apple fritters, or tell me what that locket, that Toshi treat is doing. Tell me exactly how that's performing with its competitor, not with the category of edibles. It's not yeah. relevant. Let's yeah. get really good, insightful data to the people, Christine, to the people who yes. need the data to make actionable decisions that's what we're about and we do this as a good partner because that's the right thing to do yeah yeah let's talk about the right thing to do though right i want to get into that real quick before we transition into uh things to come right the right thing to do here because uh christine shared early on in the story um that both you know both of you jackie and christine had been burned, right? You had your uh, your fight stories, if you will, um, earning your stripes in this industry, right? Even though it's in infancy, again, it's like you age in dog years, right? Like, so you've been in the mud, you've been doing what you need to do. Um, in terms of this partnership though, right? In terms of this partnership, outside of geeking out and both of y'all are Scorpios, yeah. But what made it make sense, again, outside of your intuition, right, outside of how it felt, what made it make sense? Um, and Jackie, you coming into this, this arrangement, um, not in a predatory way. For us, we approach the entire cannabis industry through the lens of the supply chain. I'm, I'm, if I'm, if I'm sales and distribution, which is what I am, I'm a tiny part to that, right? So we really said, let's pick the best and the brightest to round out my supply chain. I'm picking the best manufacturers. I'm picking the best brands. I'm picking Christine. She is the best in class to give me a best in class house of brands that enables me to sell and distribute to get the right goods on the right shelves. So all, all I all I did when I met her was like, wait, she's this little cog in, in the wheel right here. It's not little though. She's got a huge chunk of it, right? She's not cultivating, but she's taking everything after that in terms of the supply chain, manufacturing, processing, all of this part, the heavy, heavy stuff, heavy requires heavy assets. She's got the licenses. My goodness, the people are selling these things for what, 10, $15 million? Wah, wah. Come on, let's do this right. Let's partner with the right people. Let's make sure that Christine and her brands, her manufacturing process is protected. 
that they do the right things at the right time. She doesn't want to spend cash. She doesn't want to throw money out the door, watch empty goods, empty shelves. That's not helping the cannabis industry. It's not helping women enter the market because women need to be educated. Women need to understand how the product's going to work. Women are not going to go out and smoke and rip bombs. No, bongs, not bombs, bongs. <laughs> I mean, but, but bongs sometimes can be bombs. Exactly. So, so I looked at it and said, women haven't entered this market. How do we do this in a way that gets women the goods that they want? And Christine said, I have them. I have the technology. She's not picking random, let's just try to do an edible different. We heard Tochi treats, right? It has specific technology. That's important technology for everything inside of the industry. So I said, Christine, my goodness, these are really exciting. I said it a lot more excited than that. But she was like, wait a minute, right? This is all light bulbs going off. You're here in the supply chain. I'm here. We can do this together. Yeah, We're standing yeah. ourselves in the same way that MSOs are standing themselves up. And I, I don't look at them as competition, right? I look at them as saying, great, I love what you're doing. We're going to do it different and we're going to do it in our way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, first of all, I love that um, because what we know is going to happen, right, is that based on cannabis culture, more uh, direct, like craft models, you know what I'm saying? Um, branding, right, that really takes into account the culture and the people, like traditional, like legacy, you know what I mean, culture, um, and not some of the washing that we're seeing or a lot of the washing that we're seeing, that's what's going to rise to the top, right? Like we're going to have ebbs and flows over the next five, 10 years. Like things are going to continue to change, right? Like as regulations and legislation and all of that kind of stuff changes. Um, but I do believe that culture is going to choose what feels like home. You know what I mean? What feels authentic. And so at that in that vein, y'all aren't really competition. Like this mass production shit over here. Like, I mean, stay in your lane, right? Like that's not the lane that we're in, right? That's not the lane that we're in. So in terms of- uh, And those are only 10% of the market, right? So 90% of this market is still being traveled illicitly. That's yeah. dangerous for everybody. It's dangerous for, for us. It's dangerous for people out in the market. It's dangerous for legislators. It's not this hard. It's not this hard. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean to distract you. I think I bumped you off your train. No, 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 no. Cause, uh, cause uh, you know, um, my mind, when you, when you, as soon as you said, it's not that hard for legislators, I'm like, girl, my <laughs> mind is like, we just trying to get, we just trying to pass a budget. Like what you talking about? Like, like, hold on, hold on. It, we'll say this. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't hard. be. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, but yeah, you know, we got some special flowers up there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just That's keeping right. it real. So, uh, MJ Biz. MJ Biz right is the next stop on this roller coaster. Um, what can people expect? Can we get a little sneak peek in terms of MJ Biz? Absolutely. So, Myself, Jackie, and Josh Rubin from Day Three Labs will be sharing a stage at MJ Biz on the Financial Forum Day, which is a Tuesday. Um, and 
So I, that's the 28th, right? That's November 28th. Mm -hmm. okay, and that's my birthday. Oh, I'm just happy birthday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, 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 I put them, we're all on the stage for a reason, a supply chain manufacturer and Josh is the technology, right? So we're going to talk about not only how Eco240 has formed and the financing of a distributed vertical, what that looks like, but also how we prepared Eco240 for FDA. We're ready for, with our new technology to get into all different kinds of revenue streams. Um, and I think at that point, we're going to announce um, the brands that we're going to be working in the initial, the initial brand book that we've put together. We've chosen nine brands to go into these seven states over the course of the next 12 to 18 months, um, and we're going to talk about why that's important. Why using the technology that we have currently with Day Three, Day Three Labs is going to be important, and how the supply chain and the technology that Jackie's company has brilliantly put together is about to change the face of how cannabis actually gets supplied to consumers absolutely and you should be at that talk you should be at that talk if you're an investor if you're a financier if you're a debt facility person if you're a REIT whoever you are you should be in there because there's nothing like this currently that exists and we're about to tell you hi we're eco240 hot shit <laughs> okay um before we get out of here we got to talk about flywheel Okay, um, wait, let me link this. Let me put this in the bottom. Hot shit, people. Hot All right. <laughs> okay, who's going to tell the people what Flywheel is all about? You know what? I'm happy to talk about Flywheel. It, um, it is our proprietary software. It sits at the point of sale system with our dispensary partners. And, and, it, and it really describes and, and helps to assist with what goods are on those shelves. I see everything on all of the retailer shelves. It helps me then create the brand boards that we've talked about. It, 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 it creates the dashboards that are helpful to the brands to understand when they should manufacture. It tells me where all the AR is. It tells me where inventory is. These are really critical pieces to running a really efficient supply chain. If I protect the retailers, if I strengthen those retailers, if I give them the tools to run really good businesses, they won't play the games that they play today. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to stop buying this brand. I'm going to replace it with this brand because I owe this brand money. I don't owe this guy money yet. I'll owe him in 30 days. This is the cycle we see. This, 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 the, yeah. you know, the nuts that you pick up. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know what the game was called, but it was an important <laughs> game back in the seventies and eighties. And you would look under the rock and try to find the, you know, it was a price is right game. It was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyhow, that's the game that the retailers play with the brands. The poor brands are squeezed the hardest. So yeah. I'm here sitting, I want to strengthen my brand partners, give them the data, give them everything they need in order to run an efficient manufacturing facility to get the right goods to me as the sales and distribution side, making sure that they're on the goods. Hey, retailer, stop putting bogus goods on your shelves that are never going to sell. I can tell you how old those goods are, and I can tell you why you shouldn't buy them. Yeah. Who's, who's flywheel? Vendor manager, let us do it all. Let yeah. us do everything for you so that yeah, all yeah. your job is, is to push the goods out the door, get the goods to the customers, to the people. The people need the goods. That's right. <laughs> the people need the goods. 
because all consumption is wellness. And so the people need to be well. Um, yo, before we get out of here, first of all, let me plug a couple things and then I'm going to go to Christine and Jackie for parting words. All right. Again, good people. Y'all know we on all the platforms, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Prime Music. Check us out, like, subscribe, do all the good things. The people's ecosystem. Y'all know we got CBD products on there that can ship anywhere you are and amazing, beautiful merch. So go on there. If you are in Cali and New Mexico, Tosi Treats, y'all know, let me just say this though, because my mother um, is a lung cancer survivor. And while she was going through chemo, um, she was no longer able to smoke. My mom is an OG, okay? Like, been there, okay? And so she was no longer able to smoke, but we supplemented so that she was not on all of these opioids with Tosi treats. My mother actually gained weight doing chemo. I'm like, how the fuck does this happen? But she actually gained weight and managed her pain and nausea and all of those things without taking all of those crazy opioids um, and risking addiction using Tosi treats. I'm like, for real, for real with y'all on this one. So um, Tosi has a very special place in my heart. And if you have not already decided, um, I don't know what you're waiting for. Oh, one more thing. Uh, New Mexico, Mary James Cafe in Albuquerque. Go holla at my girl Melanie and the team down there. Okay. Um, if you haven't already decided to go to MJ Biz, um, if you're wondering if like it's going to be worth your time, uh, Christine just laid out why it's going to be worth your time. So uh, if you're not going to go any other day, I'm not throwing shade, but make sure on Tuesday, November 28th, you in a place to be um, at that finance track because you need to hear about this. You need to learn about this. You need to figure out how you can get with the team. And for parting words, Christine, what you want to say to the people, boo? You ain't seen nothing yet. And the last thing I'll leave it with is get loud, get loud. We can do hard things, my friends. It's going to be fun. Get loud. Uh, I have nothing to say, people. I hope to see you out in these streets. Um, and you already know what it is. Stay blunt.